0: Well, you now to you just said, we would be honored if you would join us.
1: What's up, Far Far Away family? Welcome to Star Wars Audio Archive. So, how's everyone doing today? I hope all is well on your side of the galaxy, because there's a whole lot going on out here on the Outer Rim. So, where should we start? I guess we gotta talk about what's been happening on disney plus with andors and tales of the jedi coming out last week or do we sorry everyone if you want to know what i think of these shows go and check out the last couple episodes of lightsaber radio i give all my thoughts and overview of the show over there i don't want to spoil anything for any of the listeners on this show but i will say this i am enjoying all the star wars content that we are getting you know i grew up during the dark times so I remember when there wasn't no Star Wars, but I would like to know your thoughts on both of the shows. Send me an email letting me know, or just send us an email letting us know what you think of the show. Because we are coming up on that mid-season show, and you know what that means, we're going to be giving away some stuff, and there's only two ways to sign up for those giveaways. That's by sending us an email or becoming a supporter of the show. If I'm not mistaken, that show will be airing on the 22nd of this month, so time is running out. Okay now let's get to some news, and what do we got for this week? Now I think this was more of a rumor than it was some news. The Star Wars series The Acolyte has just begun filming, if the new report is to be believed. I guess cameras started rolling in Berkshire production site later this October. According to several unnamed sources stated by Bespin Bulletin, they said these insiders claimed that The Acolyte's cast shot some footage. They were on an expansive outdoor set that backs onto the Shenfield Studios. Several cast members were spotted moving to and from the set, including lead actor Amadala Steinberg. It's worth noting that neither Lucasfilm nor Disney Plus have officially confirmed the filming is currently underway on the Acolyte, which means this report should be taken with a grain of salt. But with that being said, at least some of the aspects of the report is previously verified information, notably the outdoor set referring to the best Ben Bulletin source. It definitely exists an unofficial behind-the-scenes photo of the set surfaced online in early October. These snaps showed the set in a partially completed state, and based on the layout and overall size, it appears to be a small village or town. But how do we know they're using it for the acolyte? It could be for any other project. It also aligns with the steady stream of casting announcement related to this series, which collectively suggests that the production is ramping up. Steinberg officially confirmed that she was part of the series back in July of 2022. Since then, several actors have also signed up for the production. The Acolyte cast now boasts Jodie Turner-Smith, Lee Jung-Jing, and Manny Jacinto among its ranks, all of whom are filling roles that haven't yet been revealed. The show's plot specifics isn't even known at this time. Although The Acolyte is confirmed to be taking place during the High Republic era, roughly a hundred years before the events of Star Wars movies, there is little known about the series at this time. The Acolyte doesn't even have a release date yet, so I doubt the rumors are true. But at the same time, they might be. Now I think it's time that we get to that fun fact. It has become one of my favorite parts of the show, even though I forgot about it for a couple of weeks. I like finding out this kind of stuff, and it helps me out in the Star Wars Impossible Quiz we do over on Lightsaber Radio. Okay, let's see what we got. Did you know that George Lucas left the Directors Guild of America? This happened over a conflict about the opening credits of The Empire Strikes Back. The Directors Guild of America requires all films to have opening credits. But George wanted to bypass these opening credits, and go straight to the famous Star Wars crawl. Instead of George giving in to their demands, he decided to leave the Union, and I bet they slapped themselves in the face for that one. Now let's get to Star Wars Brotherhood, because when we left off last week, we had just found out who told Obi-Wan to freeze. Ketar was standing right behind him holding a rifle right at him, but through Kenobi's great skills of talking, he was able to get out of this situation, and he might have found himself a new friend. Rook seemed to take a liking to Obi-Wan. So let's jump back into the story and find out what happens next.
0: Anakin Skywalker. Anakin ran, his eyes scanning. His boots thumped against the metal deck plate of the cruiser. Passing by, Astio and Sparks addressed a group of the three hundred second next to the stacks of bacta crates slated for distribution down on Langston. Clones prepped the mission, but they wouldn't be any help to him right now. Not unless they'd been babysitting. Still, he asked, and they'd replied with a simple, not recently sir." Have you seen Mill Alabath? The Zabrak youngling? Anakin asked another helmetless clone down the hall, who merely shook his head. His search continued, sweeping through the ship's security cams, methodically working his way through. Finally, in a small storage room, he'd located Durbin when heard, showing off her acrobatic lightsaber techniques with her shoto blades. She must have run out of ways to entertain them as well. Except Mill wasn't with them. Where's Mel? Anakin asked, the question coming out more like a demand than he'd intended. <sighs> she is meditating, Durbin said, after landing from a gravity-defying sprint along the wall. She withdrew both her blue and green blades, and tossed her long hair back, adjusting the large glare-reducing spectacles strapped around her head. Storage room up the main corridor. Master Wen heard. Master, Wen heard, the younglings yelled in unison, leading to a sigh that caused Anakin to smirk. It was her turn to deal with this. Of course, Mill's meditation corner happened to be the last place Anakin looked, and by the time he found her, his breath paced at a light huff. He took a moment to center himself, both physically and mentally, then spoke to the meditating youngling. Mill? He asked softly. Master? She said, opening her eyes. Are you connecting with the Force? I didn't sense any disruptions. Trying to let it in. But it's more like... keeping it at bay. Her gaze dropped to the floor. There's a lot of talk about battles here. I have something to show you. You should come with me. With that... Anakin turned, his robes swirling with the movement, and he motioned her forward. We had to catch the transport before it goes. She sprinted to catch up, then tried to match his steps. Except he marched with focus, so much that he didn't realize she lagged until they were halfway to the launch bay. Not only did she struggle to keep up with him, she also stayed quiet the entire time, awaiting instructions. Of course... The younglings trusted him on a level beyond
1: Padawans.
0: We're going to the surface. I was just about to head out when I got an idea.
1: The hallway led out into the
0: loud launch bay, shuttles awaiting loading as troops jogged back and forth or pulled supplies or checked weapons. What's that, Master? Listen, Anakin said, kneeling down to look at her face to face. I understand how you feel. I was brought to the Order when I was a boy, not a baby. I had a life, friends, my mother, It's a little different from what you've been through, but... He exhaled, trying to find the right words to connect with her. I understand that conflict. What you feel like when you're being pulled in different directions. The way you feel the Force, but you hear it differently than what they tell you at the temple. And that's scary. It makes you want to hide from it. I understand all of it. The last few days flashed through his mind... From the joyride with Padme, to his talks with Obi-Wan and the Chancellor... ...the most important people in his life. I'm still seeking my path. But I thought getting you on the surface might help you see with your own eyes. To witness the different ways the Jedi served the Republic. It's not just lightsabers and fighting. He flagged down the trooper leading this particular transport. A clone known as Sister that he'd met on assignment shortly after the secret wedding. She took off her helmet, rows of tightly braided hair falling down over her armored shoulders. We're loaded up, General. The supplies are already on the surface. We've just got to distribute them. Hop aboard when you're ready, she said. Sister pointed to the clone troopers waiting in the transport's open hull, standing still in a line. R2-D2 rolled up to them even church of annoyance your droid is impatient sir yeah he reached out to gently tap R2-D2 on the dome he gets that way he turned back to Mill so what do you think up for a ride Mill looked at the transport Anakin traced her gaze and saw it locking directly on the clones we're not soldiers why are we leading them Despite her question, she took a step forward. R2-D2 scooted alongside her and Anakin walked to keep pace. Sister put her helmet back on, lights reflecting off its magenta and blue vertical stripes. Then she gave them quick salutes, which Mill tried to imitate in return. Such a question had never come into his thoughts before. Perhaps because he'd simply gotten thrown into the fray of Geonosis. In fact, it seemed like many Jedi fell into immediate lockstep with the Clones. The war demanding so much of them that no one pondered who they were, why they were here. What little he knew of the Clones came from the battlefield. Though he'd found them to be intelligent, loyal, and often funny. In many ways, anything unlike what he expected. Try not to think of them as soldiers or clones. In many ways, they're just like you and me, trying to do some good in the galaxy the best way they know how. Now, he said as she looked up to him, let's go help some people.
1: So this part starts back with Anakin and Mill. Anakin is trying something to help the young. He is going to take her with him to the planet's surface. He thinks that he understands what she is going through, because he thinks it's the same thing that he went through back when he first came to the Order. Will it work? Who knows? But Mill asked Anakin a very good question, a question that I've asked myself many a times. If Jedi's are not soldiers, then why are they leading the Clone Army? And I think it was answered in Tales of the Jedi on Wednesday. At least it answered it for me. But as you heard, that was really a short chapter, and I'm not even going to say it. But you all know what I am thinking, that's 21 chapters now. But anyway, let's get to the quote of the week, and it comes to us from Darth Revan. True power can only come to those who embrace the transformation. From the beginning of your life, you have been transforming. Every day of your life has been about change, and everything you know how to do is something that you have learned, and everything that you have learned has transformed you into who you are today. And as you have been transformed time and time again, you can transform yourself into someone whose dreams can come true, a person who has gained success. If that success is having more money, or accomplishing something that you have been planning for years, or having a better relationship with your spouse or kids, you have to start with yourself. Start by learning how to achieve your goals, then start implementing that into your life. The funny thing is, there's probably a hundred YouTube videos on how to do it, but the first thing you have to do is find the information. Then as you learn the information, start to apply it to your life. Then allow it to transform you into who you want to be, and that's all you have to do. Okay, I think that's all I have for this episode. Join us next week for part 22 of Brotherhood. We hope to see you there. Thank you for listening to Star Wars Audio Archives. Join us next time for more Star Wars adventures. If you would like to listen to other episodes of the show, you can follow us on your favorite podcast directory. If you enjoyed the show, we would greatly appreciate a five-star review. Once again, thank you for listening, and may the Force be with you. Sway was created by Keen Eye Shed and is a production of Pick Film Media and was distributed by Sway Cast Networks. This show was produced by Quinn McDaniel. Star Wars Brotherhood was read to you by Jason O'Dagan. Sound designed by Theodore Thompson. I am your host, Kyle, and we will see you next time in a galaxy far, far away.